0: I want to give a quick shout out to Magic Mind before I start this podcast. More on that later. For now, let's talk about the internet. The internet tends to be a very mixed bag. On the one hand, you can have great days. You can have very wholesome stories, very, very nice things, things that will put a smile on your face. On the other, you can have days where it's just doom posting after doom posting, bad news, the world's ending, this person died, this thing's going wrong. And it's a real bummer, honestly. And I'm only saying this because recently my TikTok has been absolutely flooded with these kinds of stories. So in my you know, in my in my mind I thought I need something to counteract this. So I did what I do best and go against the grain. What does that mean exactly? Well, when it comes to negative things on the internet, I try to find the the silver lining of things. For example, there's a story recently, I will bring it up more, but It's hard to explain in such a light term. I guess one of them is this. If you play Fortnite, I don't. I'm I'm not a fan of the game whatsoever, but, you know, it's famous. If you played Fortnite, there's a chance that you actually played with an 18-year-old who was um, recently arrested for killing his brother. I wish I was joking. But when it comes to reality and the internet, things can get dark. So rather than sticking to that vein... Let me try to cheer you up, because I feel like, I feel like, deep down, we could all use a bit of cheering up. All right. Now, the Internet, again, a dark place. One that seems to fantasize over it at this point. I've been noticing, well, I guess maybe because I'm on Twitter, that a lot of people are quite negative. And not only that, they seem to enjoy it. I don't. I don't like the negativity. I don't like the racism. I don't like any of it. It's horrible. So I thought I'd shed some light on some things. And one of them recently came up to my attention and wasn't that... I would say it's considered a bit controversial at this point, specifically for what this said person did. Anyway, Greta Thunberg was in a German mind uh, protesting, right? She was actually detained by German police. However, I have here, as of, let's see here, as of three hours ago, she was released. Which, my hat's off to her. I'm all about the political, or not political, what is it? I'm all about people who protest, you know? I'm all about people who stand up for something, and have their voices heard, as long as it ain't violent, you know? That's fine by me. And to be fair, my hat's off to Greta Thunberg for... Not for this specific stunt, but... I have not been too vocal about it, but I'll be honest. I do not care. I never have cared, and I never will care for Andrew Tate. So, my hat's off to Greta. I have more respect for her just because... Because of a tweet... Right. She didn't specifically say anything, but because of a tweet that she said that pissed off um, this very, very vocal man online, this human trafficker, mind you, because of a tweet that she responded with, he responded with a video. Andrew Tate responds with a video. And there's a pizza box in frame that lets. Was it Romanian police? Yeah. One of those uh, countries. um Romanian police if I remember correctly and it lets them know hey this man is in the country and because of that because of that one little mishap this little slip he was arrested and it doesn't seem like he's going to get out soon but you know that's neither here nor there the thing about it is when it comes to these internet celebrities there are some people who around their teen years young men they have these um questions about their life about their body about where they're headed. Some of them don't have father figures. Some of them do have father figures who are absent. Or some of them just look for a voice to guide them. The sad truth is, if somebody is selling you a lifestyle, you are what they're selling. You're the one who's making them money. Because the reason I don't like Andrew Tate, I'm not going to say I hate the guy. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm just not a fan of his. People like him, okay? People who sell a lifestyle. They're not selling a lifestyle. They're selling a dream. They're selling a course. They're always doing something that makes them money at the end of the day. And because of that money, they can flex it and say, hey, look how rich I am. But it's just it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. One that I feel should stop or at the very least be looked into a bit further. But this is a this is a message to those people who are looking for guidance. The truth is, I as an adult can tell you right now. You don't need guidance. The truth is, nobody knows what they're doing. As adults, we're not too certain anything's gonna happen. That's where life begins. Life begins when you take a leap of faith. Life begins when you start planning for a future you might not even know you get to. Life is about adapting to changes and moving on. It's not about, look how much money I have, look how strong I am, look at how masculine I am. It's not about that. It's about helping your fellow man, improving yourself, And just moving forward. Never stop moving forward. I don't know who needed to hear that, but I hope someone did. And if I helped you out in any way, hey, kudos to you. I'm not going to sell you a course. You see, that's the difference between me and them. I'm just going to tell you this for free. Because some people do. When I was a young man, I wish someone had told me that. Because I thought that it would all become clear one day. And eventually it did. But the answer wasn't what I expected, and those who sold me a, um, an easy answer were just selling me a dream. A dream that I could have gotten for free, but, alas, it was, um, it's a genius marketing strategy, if you really think about it. Again, I'm not a fan of them, I just know how they work, because I've had friends myself who have fallen for the rabbit hole, and I've seen what it's done to them, and, and it hurts, It hurts me as an individual because I can't do anything. However, you can probably hear my voice. (laughs) I, I can't fix what's broken. I can't tell you where to go. I could just say no one knows what they're doing, but the randomness is kind of part of life. And if you're not ready for it, none of us are. None of us were. And yet here we are. Life is about little steps, little victories, little failures, sometimes big ones. You get hit, you get up and keep going. Just don't stop. Again, that's that's just for someone who needs to hear it. Uh, some do need to hear it from time to time for the first time. Others, they like to hear it again. Just, you know. Who doesn't like to be reassured from time to time? You know? That's why I'm here. That's what I'm here for. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I'll poke fun. Sometimes I'll talk about some weird shit. Sometimes I'll... I'll go off on a tangent. God knows what's gonna happen, and other times I just want to pat you in the back and say it's gonna be all right. We're in this. Uh, we're in this shit together. You know what I mean? Just keep going. That's the important part. Just keep going. Sometimes that's all you need. This is off tangent, right? This whole episode's gonna be a feel-good episode, okay? So if you're wondering, if you're wondering what this episode's about, I just feel really good, and lately it has been helped by something, but. You know, more on that later. If you guys have me on my Instagram, you already know what's up. And um, I I feel great. Uh, speaking Speaking of things that I feel great about, when I was younger, I had an obsession with animals. And my parents can attest to this, and even my girlfriend now, because the thing is, I was the kind of guy who, I didn't have regular pets, okay? Like, I remember one time I went out in the woods, and we caught a tarantula, and I had that as a pet. Gave him little crickets. He was a good boy. I miss him. But, you know, this is when I was a kid, so obviously I didn't live that long. And um, I learned a lot about lizards. I had a lot of lizards. They grew up and they thrived here, you know? I took good care of them. I liked seeing them under the little heat lamp. Keep the moisture right. It, it, it was It was nice. And I say this because there are some animals that I was never able to keep as a pet. Thank God, honestly. To be fair, there are some pets that I should not have. For example... The um, the alligator snapping turtle. You heard me right. I wanted one as a pet. I would have lost a finger by now, for certain. Absolutely for certain, because I could barely handle a venomous snake. I mean, I could. To be fair, I didn't die, I didn't get bitten, but you know, I was a reckless child. Having said that, I've always had the fascination of animals that are very big, very strong, carnivorous, you know, animals that you wouldn't think as cute and cuddly. You know, something that you don't want to pet. I would argue that these big, tough animals just want to be pet as well. Or maybe they just want to be left alone and they have their own... They feel different things, you know? Not every pet you have is going to want to be held in your hand and pet gently and rocked back and forth to sleep. You can't be cute with everything. And some of the pets that I had are great examples. I think I had a... A chameleon at some point? I don't know. I, I had a lot of pets, you know, that, again, traditionally you wouldn't find cute. I found them adorable. I loved them. I was all about small critters, big critters, anything alive, really. Because I was just fascinated by it. I specifically mentioned alligator snapping turtles because they were very dangerous. Having said that, I'm kind of happy that TikTok has kept the tradition alive of just showing why I would not have had a good time having one of those as a pet. Uh, TikTok, if you look up alligator snapping turtles, there's quite a few people who just enjoy playing with them. The turtle doesn't like it, but you know, it's wild to see those videos where like there's a really big snapping turtle. They'll grab it by the shell. If you grab it by the shell, he can't bite you. But having said that, they don't like that. So they get really aggressive, and when they're out of the water, they're not too comfortable either. So the reason they're called snapping turtles is because when they're out of the water, they'll lunge. They got long necks, right? They'll lunge, and they'll have those really big beaks. They could snap a fucking co can in half. And I've, I saw a video of them. I saw a video of them recently, and I um, I forgot how much I like them. Honestly, <laughs> here's the thing, right? Even though I'm older, even though I'm more experienced with pets. Even though I know how to take better care of animals, I know better than to buy one because I also know my folly. I also know my limitations. And I'm going to want to touch it. I mean, I couldn't handle a wild badger. You guys remember the badger saga, right? Well, I have an update on that. Here's the thing. We had an issue with a badger some years, um, I think last year, when I was with another job where I was more free, you know, able to go out in the fields and stuff. I paid him a visit to our fallen comrade's homeland. It was beautiful. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like hostile territory, you know. It's wild lands as far as the eye could see. When I went, because because last time, if you remember, the badger saga, the badger's gone. He's dead, sadly. And when it comes to wild animals, I don't like seeing that. I'm not the kind of person that could drive by roadkill and just go, ew, you know, that's not me. I love animals. I absolutely love animals, all of them. But I love more when they're out in the wild and they're out being free and they can do whatever they want. They're not chained. They're not shackled. None of that. And I don't know. It hits different when you go to the lands where you wanted to see the badger, right? I wanted to see the badger. But the thing is, when I went, I would go late at night they're nocturnal I went in the morning it was foggy it was cold fog as far as the eye could see so you couldn't see very far admittedly that didn't stop me from looking around I parked my car I got out it was muddy it was quiet the air was still my sense of adventure was confused because at this point I thought there's nothing out here silence And that hit me hard. That hit me really hard. I mean, it brought me back to that time where I was driving. I forget what state this was in. But for the first time in my life, I remember this state the other day where I could see horses running wild and free. There were no fences. These were wild horses. And I heard a song that said, wild horses run faster. I couldn't agree more. Wild horses indeed run faster. They just... Freedom, you know? (laughs) It hits different when you see it in animals. Speaking of Mother Nature, I was flooded in again. Great. Wasn't as bad the second time. First time, because of all the protocol we we took, I'm in California, you guys know that. Because of all the uh, precautions we took, we were fine. In fact, didn't last more than a few hours, and we were okay. It's, um... It's a water retention issue. I'm not sure what it's, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Having said that, when I was dealing with it, I needed a bit of energy. Having said that, my usual energy source was no longer enough. I've done the energy drinks. I've done the caffeine. I've done the coffee. I've done the espresso. And now it's time. In fact, hang on. Let's lower the volume on the music. I want you guys to hear me out. This is important. Okay? There we go. I mentioned at the beginning of the episode a shout-out to Magic Mind. Well, what is Magic Mind? Let me tell you. I'm more than happy to talk about them. They happen to be today's sponsor, but honestly, I would have done this for free. Now, let me tell you this. When I first started the podcast, I would drink a lot of energy drinks and a lot of coffee beforehand. The thing is, that amount of caffeine is just not good for you. And I can tell you right now, I actually have been in the hospital for some energy drinks in the past. It wasn't pleasant. And... It could lead to long-term effects, you know? But that's where Magic Mind comes in. The reason that I love them so much is because it's an all-natural energy drink. It's a little shot, actually. And all you need is one to start your day. And the reason I like it so much is because with normal energy drinks, I'm all jittery, I'll talk fast, and I'm not really focused. As opposed to with Magic Mind, where when I take a shot, I'm more productive, honestly. And the reason that I'm more productive is because of all the ingredients in there, you know? You've got matcha. You've got adaptogens, which helps you relax. You've got nootropics, which keeps you focused. That one's my favorite one. Nootropics, I actually didn't know what they were before I started taking this. And now that I am, I'm hooked. They also got a little tagline on the bottle, right? Like I'm actually holding the bottle as I'm recording. And it says here, do more, stress less. Honestly, I couldn't agree more. I actually took one before recording the episode. And if I sound more focused, well, now you know why. It's all thanks to Magic Mind. Our good friends at Magic Mind, honestly, they've been great to work with. And if you go to the link in the description right now, you can get up to 56% off your first subscription or 20% off your first one-time purchase. However, the 56% off subscription is only available for the next 10 days. So hurry up, be the first to get it. You're not going to regret it. Honestly, this product is amazing. I would highly recommend it. In fact, on everything that I've recommended before this one, I absolutely implore that you get some. This is an amazing product. I'm taking it myself. Hell, I'm buying it myself, okay? And I wouldn't recommend something if I didn't truly mean it. You guys know I'm a man of my word. So when I say I recommend this, I recommend it, okay? So go to magicmind.co slash meatwheatpodcast and get that subscription. Honestly, it's worth it. It's worth every penny. And I'm telling you right now, you go there, Meet magicmind.co slash podcast. Use my promo code Wheat 20 Okay? That's M E E T W H E A T 20. Okay? And the first, the, the people who get it for the first 10 days are gonna get 56% off their subscription or 20% off a one time purchase. I implore that you get it. Seriously. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna buy some myself. Thank you to Magic Mind. Wait, what the heck? What is. Oh! Oh, okay, okay. I uh, just found a spider on my desk. <laughs> You know, I guess any rational person would, like, get rid of the spider or, like, crush it or something. Not me. I just let them be. As long as they're not building too many webs, you know what I mean? Like, I got one in the corner there, and I'm going to destroy it later. I I got a broom specifically for that. I have a Roomba, so I don't normally have to sweep. But when you gotta do it, you gotta do it. It is what it is. Also, there's something that came up recently on my Twitter, and I'm not too happy about it. Like, it's not the worst, don't get me wrong. It has to do with Chris Chan. (sighs) Yeah. You know what let's gloss over that let's let's not talk about that do you guys remember richard hammond from top gear i know this is completely not related to spiders at all but like do you guys remember him top gear right i have him on his instagram the guy's such a silly little goober i love it um however he made a video some time ago where he was actually in a coma and he thought he was gonna die but the thing is he made the most insightful like seriously the most insightful like anything I've ever heard its absolutely amazing the guy was um on death's door and honestly he rocked it like he was like I'm <sighs> sorry I had a burp he didn't want to sadden people but like the story is just something else let me pull it up on YouTube it's actually really good okay okay here it is the reason it's such a powerful video to me right is because um well it only came out a month ago right But this was regarding something he never actually talked about. Richard Hammond was driving a car at 310 miles per hour, and he crashed. And it was such a bad accident that he was absolutely comatose. And the thing is, he thought he was going to die. But it's what he saw in his coma that actually blew my mind. He just saw a really comfortable tree, and he sat underneath it. But at some point, he said, something drove me. He said, it was time to go. And then he got up, and he started moving, and he woke up. But I don't do the video justice, honestly. It's called Richard Hammond Explains What He Experienced During His Coma. Look it up. It's actually really, really insightful. And I just saw now that there's a video where he gets back into the car that put him in a coma. That that video was posted a year ago, though. I haven't seen that one. But knowing him, I got to watch that, honestly. You know, it's sad how Top Gear used to be so prevalent, right? It used to be so popular, and in meme culture, I think it revived it. Because the show, I honestly saw it on TV. And it's not that I didn't care for it. It's just that I thought it was one of those car shows. And I'm not a big car guy. However, they made me into one. Like, I don't know much about cars still. Don't get me wrong. It's their silly antics that I absolutely enjoyed. it's them building a tank out of an old van. It's them firing a missile at it and seeing if it'll survive. And obviously it didn't. <laughs> Man, it was a, it was a good video. Such a good video. I coughed a bit. I also sent uh, Tony a meme that had us both cackling. It's a guy, just like a magician, right? Picks up a guinea pig. If you guys don't know who Tony is, he's the host of the Working Boys podcast. Um, they're currently on a hiatus right now, but still check them out. But yeah, he, um, the magician, like the meme is he picks up a guinea pig, and he just eats it whole. He just swallows it whole, and the and it just cuts off there. Obviously, it's a magic trick. <laughs> it caught us <laughs> it got us both off guard it just happened out of nowhere it was so quick something about a quick snappy meme just always sends me up the wall like seriously it, without fail every time if a meme is fast enough to catch you off guard it just it works it just works <laughs> oh man Richard Hammond man the guy's been through a lot seriously they even made fun of him for dyeing his hair like his hair was getting gray like come on man He's up on the man. Going back to that whole thing about snappy memes, there is a meme that I'm seeing a lot of lately that I um I'm not a fan of, but at the same time, it's not too bad. It's um it's a, Didn't I do it for you? that really long-faced dog. I've I've also seen someone remake it with um with a slice of pizza, if I remember correctly. It's not the worst, don't get me wrong, it's just not something that I laugh at, you know, I don't look at it and go, haha, it's very funny, haha, very good, very swag, I like it. If you guys don't know what that is, that's another meme reference, it's a man on, it's a man on Twitter, I forget his name, but I know Max Mofo makes, pokes fun at him a lot. It's, um, man, I'm describing like tier 7 memes, swear to god. (laughs) If you guys don't know meme culture, um, it's hard to explain, I need an entire episode of the podcast where I just do that, honestly. I think I should like reviewing meme culture, but like the problem with doing that is that memes have such a short shelf life that even the I do it for you? even that one's already out of date. Like I saw a lot of them maybe 2 weeks ago and that's it. That's as soon as they they just kind of cut off and we move on to the new thing. Everything's a lot more fast, it's a lot more hyper. Glad I can keep up though. You know what I mean? You know I know that we're moving forward with memes, but at the same time, there are times that old memes resurface, and for better or for worse, in this case, unfortunately, I would say it's for the worse. I'm not too familiar with the name of this prank channel, nor do I want to give them any publicity, but prank channels are back, and to be fair, they suck, honestly. I'm not a fan of them whatsoever, because you're just going around making people's days worse. Why would you do that? Why don't you just pull a Mr. Beast and give some money away, you know? Do something amazing for other people. Don't bring them down. They're already having a hard day as it is. Maybe. You don't know. You really want to make someone's days worse? But yeah, recently there were, um, there was um a quote unquote prankster, I hate that term, who was um who had his ass beat pretty bad at an airport because he was pretending, and I mean this in heavy quotes, pretending to steal somebody's luggage. Why would you do that? That doesn't that, That's an actual crime. Oh, it's just a prank, bro. That doesn't absolve you from the law, my friend. So yeah, prank channels, I've never enjoyed them. In fact, all the way back to the point where where iDubbbz reviewed them originally, you know? Back in the day, I'm talking about way back in the day, we already discussed this. Why are they back? The problem, right, is one person starts a little spark and the fire comes up everywhere else. So I'm saying this right now. Let's pray to God. Let's pray to whatever gods there may be that prank channels don't make their way back because they're not not—they're not funny, okay? They're not good. I mean, if you find hurting other people funny, you should probably go get your head checked. It's not a good thing, okay? And I'm saying this from someone who grew up with the DM Pranks channel, with the original prankers who were like, What's his name? The Sam Pepper guys. You remember him? I remember when Sam Pepper was still on. You know what he did? He pretended to kill someone. How is that a prank? That's not even funny. But these people are so oblivious to what reality is that they think, Oh mate, it's going to be good for a laugh, isn't it? Just shoot me in the face. That's humor. For some people. Kind of fucked up, I know. Not a fan. Okay, let's just put it that way. Not a fan. Not a fan whatsoever. Every time I say fan, I think of that one meme where it's just a big metal fan, like a literal metal fan. And it's talking and it says, I'm a huge metal fan. And there's a guy next to him in all studs and like a jean jacket. And he says, oh, dude, me too. <laughs> that always gets me. It's so funny. Old memes are still funny. A good meme is good forever. Okay. A decent one for a few days. A bad meme. Well, usually dead on arrival. You know what I mean? memes aside it's time to review an old hobby an old 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 hobby i forgot where i was going with this anyway i made more soap (laughs) but it's a bit of a problem with this old soap and that is that the old soap is actually going to take way way longer to dry than i initially anticipated if you make soap and you add honey be prepared to wait for months for that thing to finish however I made coffee soap. And you know what? I haven't tried it yet, but I hear that it's good for exfoliation. I wouldn't know. I haven't tried it yet, but it looks pretty good. smells pretty good. I even did this thing where I spray a bit of my cologne over it as it's drying, and it just kind of gently trickles onto it. So I have soaps that smell like me, but at the same time, I've been giving them away. So now more people smell like me. Oh my God. I didn't think of that. I didn't think of that until just now. And it's not... Mm, I mean, it's not like I have a unique odor, I guess. Okay, maybe I do. I need to shower. Yeah. But yeah, it's gonna—it's gonna be interesting when people start walking around smelling like me. The reason I haven't sold the soaps, right, is because they're actually really—they're not hard to make. It's just I use molds, and I use six molds at a time, or a, a mold that holds six soaps. So it's not a lot. At most, I can make eighteen at a time which sounds like a lot until you realize that the reason that people make a lot of soap at a time is because when they sell it, they usually have to wait a month, an entire month for it to cure. And I'm talking about this because a lot of people have been buying handmade soaps. The thing is, you know, you can make it yourself, right? It's actually not hard. As soon as I learned how, it was not at all difficult. And because of this, I just started making my own. I can't say that I have perfected the formula but I get the lather I feel good I actually have one recently that I knocked it out of the park honestly with one of them it's like a yellow soap and it smells like lemon but it's just a hand soap for now but once I tried it on my hands once I like I rubbed it on I washed it off and then I towel dried my hands felt like I just put moisturizer on them like they felt good and one of my soaps um I was looking at it after it dried I'm kind of embarrassed by it, not because it looks bad, it looks great. The only problem is one of my hairs fell off my head and landed on the hair, like on the on the soap. So it dried with my hair embedded in it and you can clearly see it because I made a soap that's like, it's not clear. It's like all white, it's pure coconut. And you, you could just clearly see my hair in it. Um, I'm not gonna be giving that one away, but you know. <laughs> It's just so funny to me seeing it. I'm holding the soap and there's just a single strand of hair very clearly embedded at the top. If, if this was a restaurant, you would have sent that shit back. All right. But yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of the MuteWeed podcast. Hopefully I made your day a little better. Hopefully I made you smile, laugh, you know, all that good stuff that you do. Of course, more things coming out next week. And what else? What else? Oh, right, I was gonna work on a song. I was gonna work on it last year, but I hadn't had as much free time. Unfortunately, the California rain had really put a damper on everything. Everything I had planned came to a grinding halt. The reason I say that is because it's kind of hard to record in a flood. And I actually had to stop recording at some point to run outside and put sandbags up. And It's such a surreal experience coming from a Californian who's only ever experienced droughts. Once we see all this water, we don't know what to do with it. But yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of the Meatweed Podcast. The rain seems to have finally settled down. So now, business as usual. Let's get it. You know, let's, let's, um, let's kick some ass. I don't know. All right. See you guys next week.